What up, peeps? Welcome back to Fantasy News today. It is Wednesday, April 6th. We're gonna be talking Stefan Diggs. What? We're talking the Eagles and Saints what? trade. What? We're sprinkling in the Dolphins and Patriots what? trade. We're no, sprinkling actually, in some Frank Gore. I really can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> So here we go. We got a bunch of news to talk about. It is Wednesday, April 6th. We'll see you on the other side. Run that intro, Blad. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's not surprise I'm on a rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Oh yeah, what up, what up, fantasy football hustler, back at you. Hey, and I'm Bo Gardner Schwarzenegger, take your vitamins. Yeah, and we're bringing you fantasy news today. Shout out to everyone who is tapping in right now. And make sure if you're watching this on you on Facebook, hop over to YouTube, type in fantasy football hustler. And a shout out to everyone who's in the chat right now. Leave some uh, comments in the chat. We got Antonio. What up? He said, I like that uh, that background pick. Hell yeah. We had to change things around a little bit. You already know. Right. Lee in the building. What up, bro? The guy's always bringing the news on all my social media. You're the man, Lee. Yeah, Ross he's in the building. Lee is our boots on the ground. Oh yeah. Um, De- yeah. He's he's our inside guy. Yes, sir. Devin in the building. What up, bro? Damn, yeah. Stu. He said he lost the 420 emojis again. Damn, YouTube. <laughs> no Damn. worries, bro. You'll get that you know right away. I'll make the phone call. All right. <laughs> Speak also speaking about uh getting something squared away. How about Stefan Diggs getting a fat four-year extension, 104 mil, 70 mil is guaranteed. That's 26 mil a year. Got the bag. Yep. He made the phone call. And you know what? He waited around and 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 for, for being his age, right? And really only coming on technically the last two years. I mean, because before that, he had the 2019 season where he kind of broke out. Yeah, people like were always like on Stefan Diggs being a breakout, but his his hamstrings and other soft tissue injuries said different the first few years of his career. Because I want to say he came in 2015, but you know what I mean. And it was injuries. It was always injuries. Mm-hmm. That was always the thing with uh, when he was with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. I, I I might be wrong about 2015. Maybe it was 2016. But I mean, he you know. He, 2015, I think I have it correct. You know what I mean? And he's been around, so and, and he's seen everybody else get paid. So to be, you know, what I mean, within and, and you know, and, and it was kind of a prove it deal that he signed two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And Gerard, he said he's still not a top ten wide receiver in PPR. I think he's got a shot to be. It, it's. I don't think they had too much help over there. He's getting double and triple teamed like damn near every single play. Like. Well, we'll see what happens uh, with Josh Allen. This? Though he ain't going nowhere. This? this is a fun. This is a fun little uh, workshop right here. Let's do this real quick. Tyreek Hill stats versus Diggs stats. Because I swear to God, they're basically identical. Watch. Look, look at the receptions. It's like 111 to like 113 or some shit like that. Hold on, let me pull it up here. Right. Then yeah. the yards. The yards are almost identical. It's the touchdowns that have a little bit of variance, but like no one's ever saying Tyreek Hill's a PPR guy is my point. But look at these motherfucker stats. They're damn they're like identical. All right. So let's see. So for 2020, we got, and I'll just uh let me see. We'll we'll see. I mean, I'm sure you'll know. I, 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 I mean, 2020, it's it's a va- I mean, it's a vast deal. Well, actually, it's not so here we go. Go ahead. 2021. 159 targets, 111 receptions, 1239 for the yards, 
nine TDs. That's for player A. And then player B has 163 targets, 103 receptions, 12, 25 yards, and 10 TDs. Player B. Yeah. Um. Give me – I think Diggs is B. Yep, he is. Yeah. See, the, the targets were even up for Diggs. You know what I mean? I mean, like, now you take away an annoying Emmanuel Sanders, an annoying Cole Beasley, and you bring in – yeah, you bring in, like, a Jameson Crowder, and and what, it doesn't matter to me. This guy's still going to see, like, 22% of the target market share at minimum. You know what I mean? So they literally finished – Eight points apart. Tyreek Hill had eight more points for the season. That's See, it. So, but and nobody's ever saying Tyreek Hill is PPR. You know what I mean? Right. So I never looked at Diggs like that. You know what I mean? Right. Diggs is still Diggs is still a WR one. However you cut it, you know what I mean. But yeah, like I mean, if you want to build all these PPR guys, you know what I'm saying? Just go running back heavy and and then you know get you the Keenan Allen's and the Juju Smith Schuster's and the you know what I mean. Get yep. those crop if, if that's what you want. That get those crop of guys. You know what I mean? That are just gonna pile up. You know, dummy receptions. You know ha, I mean? And David P said, "I'll give you a fourth and a ham sandwich for digs." <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, man. Maybe if you said Italian, we might have been. He said just a regular ham, bro. Like, <laughs> Antonio said, "I'm happy uh, Crowder finally on a winning team. I always liked him on the Jets." It's pronounced Crowder. Crowder. It's French. Yeah, <laughs> right, Frenchie. <laughs> Simpsons give me money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what he can do on the Bills. Um, I mean, he's it's like him and Gabe Davis, you know? Like, those are like the two and three. We don't even know who's really going to be the number two, even though I mean, we they think go, it should be Davis. I mean, they bring in Dawson. They have Dawson Knox. They bring in OJ, the juice man, Howard. Yeah. Right? But he's more of a blocker. I mean, it, it's it's not going to be Brian Dable anymore. So, like, what is if, if if Sean McDermott has more say in how things get done, they're going to want to run the ball more. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So bringing and when you're bringing someone like OJ Howard, that shows me. But it, I'm not tripping at all because this is a team that like threw the ball damn there sixty percent of the time. And yeah. then when they when they when the weather got cold, they're like, you know, we can run this thing too. So you know what I mean, and they, and they carried that off into the playoffs. So I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what happens because what what I'll say is when you have some like Diggs and Gabriel Davis and like Dawson Knox, that's cool. You know what I mean? But like I still see them in line to get something here in this draft. Whether yeah. you know, a lot of people got them taking Brees Hall, I wouldn't even doubt if they look at a receiver here too. You know what I mean? Because you know Gabriel Davis. For all we know, he's probably best as best fit as a you know just a number two guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, could so be. So like, you might need to draft a young incumbent receiver. You know what I mean? That you can mold to be a guy. You know what I mean? And there's hella in this this draft. I'm I'm just saying, like teams, I think should be gearing up according to the skill set of their of, of their quarterback. And, and Josh Allen can throw like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? That's why you see, you see them be the, they're the top of the league. At four wide receiver sets, you know what I mean? Like that, it's just it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily four wide, uh, four wide receivers per se, but it's four wide. You know what I mean? You might have two tight, two tight ends line lined up out as receivers. Like they do wild shit over there. You know what I mean? And Antonio said, "What do you think? Uh, what do you think Crowder is in Dynasty? I like a wide receiver four or five. Like I mean, I, I got to see a little bit before I even like get him into the wide receiver three category." Yeah, he's um, he's a throw in, in a in a dra- in, in a trade that I in my in my near future. That's how I look at him. I yeah, mean, like, whether it's someone him. you're trying to trade for, and you're like, I I need an extra piece to make me feel yeah, better. I'm throwing in Crowder, or the other I'm way like, around. Someone else needs an extra piece. Yeah, to feel a little like, bit better about the trade. <laughs> you know Either I mean? way, he could be on the coming in or coming out. We just don't know. What up? Yeah, Pastor? I mean because he's. Because you got time to, time to smoke, four twenty central. Here we go. Yeah, when you're talking somebody like a motherfucking a crowd there, you know, what I'm saying you're talking about like a Beasley. That's just they're just fit. he's just gonna be a better Beasley. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like, what do you what are you hoping he gets? Four targets a game? You know what I mean? And he has to be efficient with them. Like, 
and that's I probably mean, not even happening. Like on the, throughout yeah. the entire season, I and, bet he doesn't average four a game. And here's the thing: is that this is a team they scheme against personnel that they're going to play against, right? right? Like when they were playing against when they were playing against uh, the Buccaneers, they were like, you know, this a hey, hell of pass rush is coming. So that was a game you would look to a Beasley. That's a game you would look to a Crowder. Is, is what I'm saying. Is that yes. like if they're playing somebody with ferocious pass rush because the ball's got to come out quick. You know what I mean? Yep. That's the only times, you know what I'm saying, when you really dive deep, deep into it with, with Beasley ate. You know, again, I, I think he also ate against the, the, the Colts last year, if I remember correctly. But it was yep. always teams that was just coming at him. You know what I mean? So he yep. had to get the ball out. All right, let's get off the Bills. Let's switch it up to something that affects the entire league. So the NFL owners, they approved the Colts and the Eagles overtime rule proposal where both teams get the ball. Now, this is playoff games only. Regular season is going to stay the same. I don't like it. Uh, I'm going to smoke this bowl in Bogart. You give us your thoughts on uh, what you okay. think of the rule. I don't like it. I think it stinks. And then, right, like, off top, you know what this is going to do, right? That means – if a motherfucker is going to overtime in the playoffs and you win that coin flip, you're you're deferring. If you're a if you're a if you're a badass team, like and you know it because you in the, you obviously in the playoffs, right? Whatever team it may be, you get that overtime. You win you win the coin flip. I I'm def, I, we, we're, we defer because if your defense can stop them motherfuckers, there goes their possessions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they didn't score a touchdown on that shit, that's their ass. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then we get a chance to throw the ball. Even a field goal. That's still probably your ass. Yeah, and then then we get the ball. And it's like, listen, now I only need a field goal even. I I, I guess I kind of like This is one of those rules you'll like it when the team that you're a fan of Fucking benefits from it. <laughs> that's, that's the only time, too, because for fantasy football, it's never going to make a difference. Because, well, I mean, we do have the the playoff leagues that I'm always getting in and starting this year. Yeah. We actually have 13 of them joints. So, I, I mean, for for cases like that, you know, I'm okay. I'm all right with it, I guess, just because it's going to add more football. But I still think that the first 60 minutes should mean something, and it should mean like almost damn near everything. I mean, I just. Like, how come it, in the regular season it's going to be what it do? You know what I mean? Like like always, like we're accustomed to. Yeah. And then the playoffs is going to – I mean, I don't know. I kind of don't like that. I, I mean, I, the, the, the OT yeah. rules were already different for the playoffs because the regular season you can end in a tie, and, even and though Taco, it rarely happens. Taco, I know you're out there in the world right now, Taco. You know I mean? It's going to be the Giants who get screwed by this, and then Taco's going to have to give his real take after his team gets screwed by it somehow. I mean, listen, he he's all about this switch, but like he's I mean, he only got it for the playoffs, and I think that's the worst time. Like, I mean, I guess you can't do it in the regular season because ties are a thing. Fornicator yeah. in the building, what up, bro? Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, but I I just think it's I think it's pussy to be honest with you. You know what I mean, like. But and it's just that that would be the smart thing to do. You know, it just it, it does strategically change it. Like you know, like I said, if you win, if we're in the coin toss and in, in playoff overtime now, a motherfucker's more inclined to defer that thing now. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's no point to get the ball first. Just like deferring at the beginning of the game. It's uh, it's because you want the ball later rather than first. You want to put the ball in the <laughs> other guy's hands, make them fuck up first. You get the options now, right? Yeah. Like when you got the ball first, you're like, okay. All you got to do is you, you, now you, your whole thing is you, you, it's a game plan. Okay. You know, we got to try to milk as much clock, get down the field, long lengthy drive, and then score. Right. And, yep. and th- then if that happens, you know, so you deferred it, right. Then that team, they eat all this clock, score a touchdown. Now your game plan is kind of written for you. Well, and still, like, what you just said, that's literally the worst that can happen, and it's still not that bad at the end of the day. No, because now they already set the plan for you. You're like, okay, now now, okay, now we only got X amount of time. We have to go hurry up. You know yep. what I mean? Now yep. we got, you know, this. Like, all of a sudden, you know, your options come more narrow and concentrated. And, and those, you know, when you have a Tom Brady in that situation or you have a Patrick Mahomes – or, or, or Josh Allen, like, you know, these motherfuckers. Aaron Rodgers historically just does this. Yeah. You know, and Stafford did it a couple times in the playoffs. I mean, even to, to come back against the Niners and to come back against the, the Bengals, like, you know, it's, it, it, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Some, some of those motherfuckers, it, it, 
they thrive on that too. Like, you know what I mean? I would, I would much rather have that. And, and then, then, then there's, you know, trusting your defense. Like you, your defense could just like stifle them and then you just get the ball. And, and then now, you, now your options are, now you, now you have your whole array of options that, that can end in a field goal. So it cuts the field in half. You know yep. what I mean? Jay Levin, what up, bro? And uh, before we transition into our next topic that we're going to talk about, I got to remind everybody about a new podcast that me and Bogart are starting here. It's called The Silver Screen Breakdown. So it's going to be in podcast form everywhere, but it's also on YouTube. We're going to have live streams, and the first one is going to be this Saturday night. I believe it's going to be starting around 8 or 9 Eastern time. Silver Screen Saturdays is what they'll call it. Oh, yeah. And the first movie that we're breaking down, one of the best of all time, Pulp Fiction. I'm super excited about this. Yeah. So make sure. Go subscribe. Go hit that uh, Go hit that subscribe button right now. I just threw the link in there. And it's the silver screen breakdowns this Friday. Set your alarms, all right? We'll, we'll tell you again. Don't worry. Now, yeah. the, now the next uh, – topic that we got to talk about is the Eagles and Saints trade. Now this is like a stew trade and a bogey trade if I've ever seen it because there's no players involved. It is all picks. And here it goes. The Eagles trade away two first rounders this year, the number 16 and the number 19 and they trade away their 194th uh, pick in this year's draft. So they're trading away three. They're receiving the 18th pick this year, so they're getting back, you know, a first right in the middle of those. The one oh, the the 101 and the 237, but they also got a first rounder in 2023, and they got a second rounder in 2024. So they traded away, you know, the better picks for this year, but they got five picks overall. And I think they wanted that 2023 to make sure that they could go after a QB somewhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I like that for the Eagles, right? Okay. First of all, before we get to this, which side of the trade do you think I am then? Right. I, I think I'm you're on, I, I think you're on the, the Saints receiving exactly. side. Exactly. Because that's a win right now. Yeah. Trade. I'm the Saints. And, and like, you don't get multiple picks to, to be like, all right, we're moving up to get a pass rusher. Right. Especially in a draft, I mean, because I mean, I guess that wouldn't be far fetched, but not like when this is a move that you like a QB here and you want to get in range. You know what I mean? And right. like, and and if you if you're if you are the Detroit Lions and you're sitting there too, and then now here come the Saints knocking and like we want we you know we want this pick. They grab Malik Willis, and 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 they ship off the the two picks they got immediately, right? Yep. Oh, hey, you never know. Maybe, maybe they only have to give up. No, they're, they're gonna have to give up multiple to move up. So yeah, let's let's just say that they give up yeah. the two, they give up the sixteen and the and the nineteen, right? Yep. And then and then Detroit could still technically get a speculative QB. You know what I mean? Like a, a, a Kenny Pickett or whoever the fuck. You know what I mean? Because yep. let's be honest, I I even with Malik, what do they say about him? He needs to sit for a year. That like. He's raw. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, he, he's really raw. And, um, you know, just, I mean, kind of like a Patrick Mahomes. Like, if Mahomes would have started the first year, I don't think he comes in in MVP form. You know, that, that first year of sitting, like, really did him well. And you already see the Saints. Another move that they made was they went out and they got Andy Dalton as the backup. Mm-hmm. So, if they go out and draft a Malik Willis, I mean, you already got the veteran backup there as well. And what better way for a guy like Malik Willis to come in than with a guy like Winston who could teach him some things and then an old-school vet like Andy Dalton who can really yeah. teach him so when See, this is dope for the Saints because they're not, I don't think they're trying to trying to rebuild. They're trying to reload. Right. You know what I mean? Get their QB immediately. Then they could still compete with Jameis and or uh, uh, what's his name, Andy Dalton. Because when you look at that defense, they got – I mean, their defense is ready to rock. Oh, yeah. And what's one of their biggest weaknesses on the offense? The O-line and and, and receivers. And I was even, I mean, and wide receiver is what I was thinking. With that 16 or 19, if they go wide receiver there, they're going to be able to get someone fire. Yeah. And yeah, granted, if they can't move up is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And and you never know, too. Like, I mean, if they are thinking QB of the future, maybe moving up just that one extra spot to the 16 gets them in the conversation. Because, listen, I mean... 
the Steelers might try to move up. You know, there's going to be all kind of people that's going to try to move up. Like, like wherever the Giants is at, people are going to be like, look, look, you know, they, the Giants don't look like a team that should be looking for a QB. You know what I mean? So there's going to be a lot of, a lot of like, what a lot of uh, points that where teams can jump up and try to grab a QB. But it's, this is how you get armed to jump up all the way to two. It's yeah. two first round picks in this draft. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. And maybe we'll see. We shall see. Cause like what I really don't think that the lions are going to go after Willis. I really, I, I just, I don't see it, but I know there is a whole bunch of speculation around that. I just really don't think they're going for it. I mean, they're playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. They have the number two pick. So, you know what I mean? And you know, Malik Willis went on the tour and ain't like, he didn't just go to, go to the, uh, what is it called to the lions? You know what I mean? Right. He, went, he went to the Falcons. He went to the Steelers. Like, he, yep. he went visited all these teams. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's just Detroit posturing. Like, listen, if y'all want him, you know, oh, yeah, you got to come get him. Because uh, it's crazy how, like, the second overall pick has warranted almost, you know, more than the first overall because pick. Because we know that Jacksonville, they, they've been started their rebuild last year when they got Trevor Lawrence. So now yeah. they're, they're, they're going to go past rush here for sure. Yeah. I mean, or, or maybe maybe they shock the world and go lineman. I, I, I that, that wouldn't so. that wouldn't shock me. That would be actually smart in, in a lot of degrees. But like, I mean, when you bring in someone like Arden Keys and and and, and Foilo Tune, what was his name? Uh, uh, uh what's his name? Foyo. Foyo Lacoon. Yeah, Foyo Lacoon. And then you know who was it? You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, you you add you add you know Hutchinson or something like that, bro. Like it's just like all of a sudden this defense is a unit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, with Josh Allen there, and like I mean, I know they let go of Miles Jack, but still, it's like all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of nasty. Yep, pass rush is going to be real nasty right here at the top. So mm-hmm. all, all in, all in all, I, I think both teams kind of won for what they were trying to do. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what the Saints do if they do try to parlay those two picks into a higher pick, top five pick somewhere. Or if uh, you know they if, if they if they fuck around and get a lineman and a receiver, or like fuck around and get two receivers, like I'm 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 gonna I could already hear me talking talking about Jameis being like a top six in fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just going I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna overblow it. Before we fully get off the Saints, the last thing that we got so some news um, from Dennis Allen came out they were talking about Taysom Hill, and they said that now he is going to focus solely on playing tight end. Yeah, which is dope because you know why champagne Sean, Sean crazy ass isn't there no more. <laughs> like what is like champagne's like you know like, like like this guy Taysom Hill was the teacher's pet, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's the guy. Like hey Sean, um, I thought you said I could play quarterback. Hey Sean, <laughs> hey Sean, listen, you promised me Sean. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like, you know what, Taysom. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, cause that was just weird, bro. And yeah, yeah I told you, man. I, 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 I how like, annoying was that for Drew Brees? Even Taysom Hill like had some dirt on Sean Payton, and I'm telling you, the shit was about to hit the fan this year. That's why Payton got out of there. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was something about his wife. Maybe Sean Payton's doing some dirty stuff on the side. Who the hell knows? But I know Taysom Hill had some dirt on him. He caught Sean Payton doing the voodoo. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Stu, you the man, you the man. What up, big Stu? Smoking up for Stu. Yeah, and Jay Levin said money saving move uh, with Hill. Yeah, that that funny contract. I mean, shit, more than a hundred million dollar contract, like <laughs> before they restructure. Like that's just savage. Savage. All right, let's see. Who else uh, we got here? So some other news. Let me get back to the top here. Okay. This, this one's just for you and for anyone who's a fan of Frank Gore. We got to shout him out. He signed a one-day contract with the 49ers, going to officially retire from the NFL, 16 seasons, 38. He looks the exact same at 21 or whatever it was, that picture, when he came like into the league. He's the man, dude, 16,000 yards, third most in the NFL on uh, 3,700 carries, over four yards per carry on uh, on average, 4.3 yards per carry, 81 touchdowns, 484 receptions, damn near 4,000 receiving yards, and uh, 18 
uh, touchdown receptions. And let's see, second team all pro in 2006, five-time pro bowler. And probably if you've been playing fantasy as long as me since, you know, 2006, I mean, that's when I started. You've been playing since around then at all. Frank Gore has been around and you've seen him been a top back for fantasy a lot. Yeah, man. Shout out to Frank the Tank, bro. He's, man, just one of the greats. And like people can hate and be like, well, he just, he, he only got numbers like that because he lasted so long. Yeah, because he lasted so long. <laughs> The average age of a running back is like two and a half years. Like we're talking about him lasting 16 seasons. Shit's crazy. I mean, like, I mean, like, it's so crazy because I, I mean, didn't he, he was just with Josh Allen like a few years ago. Yeah. Like <laughs> he even knew where to go. Like before that, he was like, what? He was floating around the AFC East a little bit. And then he did anything, but he was at the Colts. That was the other long stint. And he that was when he like re like like a big resurgence from he was like, I'm gonna go play with Andrew Luck. Yeah, and he finished as a top 10 that year. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it was like 2014. And there you go, Stu. He said, You've been playing, (laughs) yeah. You've had his ass on your team at some point if you've been playing as long as we have. Hell yeah. 2015. That's Frank Gore's the man. It's funny. Uh, Frank Gore and Patrick Willis made me low-key 49ers fans because for fantasy, those were always the guys that I was trying to go after back in the day. Always made your team dope. So we just had to shout out the great one, Frank the Tank. The immortal one. Yeah. And has said uh, Terrell Owens wants to play and get a bag again. Uh, I say get that man some avocados and get him a contract. Hey, Mm -hmm. that's all he needs. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, man. He was talking hella shit today on McAfee. Yeah. He was talking shit. He was like, listen. He was like, you know, all these guys uh, they're getting the big money at receivers these days, man. They they ain't even Hall of Famer. They they ain't even. They don't even earn. They don't even deserve it. He was talking. He was talking shit, man. Man, T.O. is always talking some shit. It's good for TV. It's good for TV. All right. We got to talk about the Rams, though, because, man, they the Rams keep getting richer and richer now. It's the Hollywood Rams, bro. I, I'm telling you, man, this is straight Hollywood style going out and getting Bobby Wagner a five-year, 50-mil deal, max value of 65-mil with all the incentives that they got going on. The, the middle linebacker spot, they've always had B-listers. And I know Bobby Wagner's getting a little long in the tooth, but he's still an A-lister, if A-minus at worst. He just had the most tackles that he's ever had in his career this yeah. past season. Yeah. What, did he lead the league in tackles two years in a row now? Uh, I, don't like think he, I don't think he led the league in tackles, but he top had three. a shit ton. Yeah, because he did miss some time this year. And that's yeah. still crazy because he still had a career high in tackles. I'll tell you this much, man. I I called this shit immediately. And, you know, I was on Steezy's show. That's where it was because I was waiting backstage for him to bring me on. And, and this was the day Russ got traded. And then while he's, he was like, what, what, breaking news? And, like, so I got to see his reaction Yeah. when they, when, they uh, when, when he found out they got rid of Wagner. So when he eventually brings me on the screen, the first thing I I mean, I say a bunch of shit first, but then. I eventually get to like, listen, he's going to go to the Hollywood Rams. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Vaughn Miller, you know, at the time, Vaughn Miller was still a free agent. But at the same time, it was like, listen, Vaughn Miller already did that. He's, he's kind of a free spirit. He's going to he's gonna go elsewhere. Yeah. And, or, right? And he did. And I said, watch, B, B. Wags is probably going to wait till it all settles down. He's going to go to the Rams. <laughs> and Bob, uh, Dan has said Bobby Wagner is going to help him get a chip. Ash. If you Bobby Wagner is the man, and Ron said that Huss has a man crush on Wagner, it's because he is always so fucking good. Like, do you know he's never went under a hundred tackles in his entire career? Not one season has been under a hundred total tackles. We're, we're this is watching a Hall of Famer play. Oh yeah, you every I mean? single like that's, year. That's, and and then and then you know what's crazy is like now he gets to go he gets to go rock with with uh with Donald and rock with with Jalen Ramsey and, 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 you know what I mean? They got, they got a bunch of other young cats over there, like Taylor Rapp and, 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 and Evan Jones and like, you know, right they got, now. 
Now, for, for those hey, who don't pay man, attention. Hold on, my man Leonard Floyd, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know why Bobby Wagner is going to fit in so good there. So if you look at what he did last year compared to, uh, you know, just years past, he wasn't really rushing the QB. So his point total was really high. I mean, an IDP one, two, three, he still cracked 300 points. So that's damn good for a linebacker, but he only had one sack. He only had one forced fumble. It was those tackles though. 170 total tackles on the year. Like that's fucking insane. I mean, that also is a testament to how bad the Seahawks were that like teams were always defending a lead by running the ball on them. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. So he's just so, always like, oh, just in the box tackling all day because they're playing from behind. <laughs> so here you here you go. There was one, two, three. He had four games where he was underneath uh, double digit tackles. Were those games that the Seahawks were, were winning? Um, you know what? I can't see the the I, I can't see the scores here. One of them was uh, versus the Rams. Um, the first they lost, so they there. lost both times to the Rams. Yeah, so no, these were not ones that they were winning. But so, oh, that's it though. Just four games. He played fifteen games. He missed two games. So if you average out his hundred and seventy tackles, eleven tackles per game is what he averaged last year. His highest tackle total in one game was twenty total tackles. Damn, that's fucking insane. Twenty. <laughs> And uh, and I know Stu's pissed about that. He wanted uh, he wanted to get Bobby, but you can't have Wagner and Parsons on the same team. They do too many of the same things. Oh shit! And Steezy heard us talking about Wagner and popped in. What up, bro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the Steezy, I was just saying that, right? Oh, that's right. I was just saying when I was on Steezy's show, I was talking about how man, he's probably gonna go to the Hollywood Rams. You know what I mean? I mean, and this is such a less need thing to do because less need, man. They're rock stars over there, bro. They just want that, like the big names. They're, you know, what I'm saying, pack them in the big stadium, brand new. It, it was funny, is like, even you know, when you really look at the consensus, bro. There was more Bengals fans there because Bengals yeah. have them uh, as bad as as bad as they've been. They still got more fans that showed up to the Super Bowl, bro. Like the Rams uh, fan base is still sm- one of the smaller ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And before like, we it's get funny, they need to jam pack it with all this. I mean, they're doing it right. I, I wish more. I wish more teams did that. You know gotta, what I mean? Got to go for us. The young coaches, I'm assuming that are pushing them to go for these kind of things. I mean, look at McDaniel's right now. He's a Yale. He's a Yale graduate. He was like doing a formula on the on the whiteboard. He was like carried it. But see, yeah. you know what you did. It's just what you said right there. It's just what you said right there. The Yale grad. I think that these owners finally have someone that they can legitimately say is smarter than me. I better listen to them. You feel me? If it's just a former, you know, football player or something like that, maybe these fucked up owners in their head are like, ah, man, dude's just like a football player. You know, like I I still know what's best. But yeah, you start getting some Yale grads in this motherfucker, some 35, some mid 30s who are way smarter than you. You know, maybe they just start listening more. Like, 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 I hate coaches like Jim Harbaugh. How about that? I'm saying it. I hate him. him. (laughs) Rah, rah, shish, boom, bah, my ass. Before we get off the Rams, so Aaron Donald, uh, he's coming back. So there was a whole, you know, there was a bunch of talk about that he could retire. So we're just throwing it out there. He's coming back, and both sides are working on negotiating a new deal for that man. Who was talking about again? My bad. What? Who was talking about again? Aaron Donald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, and that, he was that's a, probably, look, look, when you really look into Bobby Wagner's deal, it's really only like two years and it's like I think it's like eleven or it's like nine million a year, something like that. Anywhere yep. from like eleven to nine to eleven million a year the first two years, and then that's pretty much it. It's something like that. I'm, I'm ballparking like a mug, you know, paraphrasing to the, to the max. But you know what I mean? Like they they they, they bring in a B wag for that type of deal, fully knowing that like because they they're about to do they got to do some type of extension to to appease you know their biggest star. You know what I mean? Aaron yeah. Donald. Now, now their biggest Super Bowl, you know, winning star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that, pay that man his money. Yeah. yeah. I need to get and that like, damn drop. I need that. The Hollywood Rams, they'll figure it out, bro. Hollywood got all the money, bro. Somehow. It ain't, it ain't nothing but money. Spend that shit. Right? All right. Sean McVay's like, they call Sean McVay and they're like, oh, we got B Wagner. Like, yeah, that's cool. I'm on my yacht. 
<laughs> you, know, you call me when it's day two of the draft. All right, let's get into the let's get into the AFC East and talk about this uh, this Dolphins uh, Patriots trade. I mean, shit, we never really see interdivision trades, you know, like this. And uh, the Dolphins, yeah, you, do. you do, and you know when you see it, it's New England involved, like New England with the Bills or or New England with the Jets, like <laughs> figuring out. Bel- it's always been Belichick. Just finessing them, just finessing them. So uh, they're sending over, Dolphins are sending over Devontae Parker, yeah, who's been a lot of nothing, and a fifth rounder in exchange for a 2023 third rounder. So the Patriots didn't even give up shit this year. (laughs) They got an extra fifth rounder, Devontae Parker, and then they gave up a third round for next year. At least You know what it is, too? It's just to get the jump on a guy they were going to release. And if right. you got the jump on them and got that existing contract, it's really only $5 million a year for the next two years. Right. So you, you get a guy, you get a receiver for your young QB. And what's funny is because this isn't as so New England. Like, it oh, didn't yeah. matter who it is. It's Tom Brady. They'll be like, you know what, Tom, we're going to – I know you want OBJ, but we're going to – we're just going to try to get Josh Gordon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there was all the, you know, the Jujus of the world and – and even Juice Landry's out there. Like I can see that if they bring in if they bring in Jarvis Landry. Now we're talking here. I'm like, okay, Mac Jones is like going to be decent. You know what I mean? Because Mac Jones was already like showing some flashes. And for a team that's going to run the ball a lot, you know, you're going to need you know you're going to need some big targets down the field for that play action. You know what I mean? Even just a red zone target. Like I mean, like, you know, you got to have more threats than just a Hunter Henry. And I mean. A 50-50 ball guy is not just what Devontae Parker is. That's just how people used him. You know what I mean? Like this guy is this guy's a good receiver, man. I mean, look at look at what he did with Fitz Magic. Fitz Magic at that point, the Harvard grad. I'm just gonna always point out these guys' schools. <laughs> you have to, man. You got the to. Harvard grad, Fitz Magic, you know what I mean? Studied in the fields of 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 um of uh magic <laughs> yeah he made he, he majored in wizard wizardry he came through in this motherfucker and just tore it up with, with parker you know yep. what i mean like i'm not saying he's gonna get targets like that but we're talking about a receiver he's probably gonna get like a 20 percent target market share on a run first team you know what i mean so we're looking at like wr3 with some upside you know what i'm saying which is a lot better than he's been on the Dolphins over the last couple mm-hmm. of years. And Stu said, we're such cap geniuses that we traded away Amari for a fifth and Cleveland restructured him like we could have done. And uh, they're paying him less per year um, than we did to get rid of him. He, he called him the black Kirk Cousins, Stu. Remember that? <laughs> this is all factual. He did not want to go back. He said, listen, Prescott came – what did I, I always say about Prescott? I always said he's kind of an Uncle Tom. I'm on record for saying this. And I, and I, can, I can see Prescott. He goes, he needs to get out of here. You're like, who? Cooper. There's he too much negativity around cousins. him. I am not having that. I'll be in my deprivation chamber. And before we get off the Patriots, Patriots signed up former Giant safety Jabril Peppers Got him on a one-year deal. Now, this is very Patriots-like, especially the way that they deploy. They're going to have him play nickel. They could. Because they got – look, at they got – they got uh, – they got Dugga Dugga, right? Yep. Kyle yep. Dugga. Um, who else do they got over there? They got my man Phillips, Adrian yep. Phillips. Yep, who beasted. And, and all beasted. these guys are multifaceted. You know what I mean? They 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 can get in the box. They can play, you know, free safety. They they do it all. They can play nickel. He's he's gonna be another version of that. Yeah, and you still got McCordy. Yeah, and, and and this is what he wants to do is that he knows McCordy's getting longer in the tooth, and he already been you know he, they already been let go of the, of the 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 other brother the other McCordy. Yeah, you know what I mean, so he's just he's just doing business as usual. You know what I mean? They know Jalen. They brought in Jalen Mills last year. Gave him a big or two years ago. Gave him a big old bag. Yep. He's not really working out. So this and then look at what. Hey, what do you know? Hey, Jabril Preppers, come over here. Here's like some scraps. <laughs> I'm telling you, the dark side of the force clouds the mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like Belichick began with these because because Jabril Preppers could be a bad motherfucker, bro. He was solid last year. Yeah. I mean, he's been solid for a lot of years. He just he gets hurt like that. That's mm-hmm. his big thing. He's always getting hurt. 
All right, let's let's stay in the East and let's bring it over to the Dolphins, giving Xavier Howard getting his contract extension, five year, fifty mil in new money because it's an extension on top of it, and the new deal it averages out to twenty five mil um, per year. Good for him. Get that bag. Because the players' association always rooted for him because he always wanted to reset the market. And yeah. he, he he had been. This has been an ongoing thing for the last couple seasons. Remember, like like at least two two off seasons in a row, he's talking about, "Hey, y'all need to pay me. Y'all need to you know extend me." They gave him a cheap extension, you know, uh, when he when when his first uh, rookie contract was up. You know what I mean? And and he been wanting to reset the market, but it was funny because you know what I mean other guys weren't getting paid like that. So he kind of you know. So of course the players' association they want to push for this, like no reset the market. Look at that. You said twenty five a year. Yeah, and so it's uh he did set another um like a another a record or whatever when it comes mm-hmm. to the contracts. It's the most new money average added onto any contract, and it, said it was by over five mil a year. That's crazy. So yeah, he's he was already one of the higher paid cornerbacks in the league, resetting the market again, getting the bag. And uh, you need it. <laughs> you need it over there in the East when you're going up against Josh Allen. You're going up against, um, you know, the Patriots. I mean, uh, think about this. He, 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 been, he been, uh, him and J.C. Jackson, they were always going one and two and leading the league in, 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 in picks the past couple seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean, these motherfuckers just everywhere, bro. And, like, here's the thing with Xavier Howard. You, you, you got damn right. He was already one of the highest paid. And he had a problem with that because he's like, I want to reset the market. Yeah, you know what I mean, but but ain't nobody else was like I said, ain't no other cornerback was getting paid yet. Yeah, so it was like it, it really took him to like fuck. I gotta reset it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't want to just match the market because who was up there like Stephon Gilmore, Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, uh, well, actually Jalen Ramsey first, first and foremost, right? Stephon yeah. Gilmore. Um, uh, who, man, what other what other big name corners is getting the bag right now? Uh, there's a couple. I don't, I mean, I smoked Tredavious a couple. White, Tredavious yes, White. There you yeah. go. It's, it's funny too because see, I'm, I'll be happy for these guys when they get injured in that fashion. Because, and I know it's fucked up to say that, but he got his bag first to start right. last offseason, right? You know what I mean, actually, two, two seasons ago in the, in the COVID offseason, that's when he got the bag, yeah. You know what I mean, because yeah. you, you remember he was talking about um wanting to perhaps opt out, you right. Know what I mean? Potentially, yeah. yeah. Potentially, but then he's like, "Fuck that! Give me a bag, baby." Is <laughs> <laughs> right in there. Psych. Psych. Give me the bag. No. Nope, Jair Alexander. He's still on his rookie deal, but he's going to be someone who who wants a big bag if he has a good season. See, and and see, this is this is what's fucked up too, is because the Packers they're like, "Hell yeah, he was hurt all year last year. Right. We played good." Yeah, because it was like now there's no leverage for the agent and the player. Yep. I mean, they'd be like, "Listen, we can do this without you, man. Take this or 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 leave." You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I could see that happen with a Jair. Why would you want to lock into this team with Aaron Rodgers? Like, like it's it's so stupid when they got rid of Adams because I, I would feel like, hey, if everyone's there in the in the locker room, I'd be like, man, ain't none of this gonna be lasting too long. You know what I mean? Right. So Jair Alexander, you know, that's a motherfucker that probably come to my Niners. Let's go. I'm speaking yeah. it into existence. <laughs> Next year, 2024, Jair Alexander to the Niners. <laughs> there we go. And uh, all right, before we uh, get to some more offensive players, got to shout out a defensive player, someone who's been an IDP stud for at least the last 10 seasons, Malcolm Jenkins, officially retiring from the NFL after uh, 13 seasons, 34 years old, two-time Super Bowl champ, uh, won the Super Bowl with uh, the Thanks. Eagles. And then one with the Saints. Yep. Yeah, we're the Saints first. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because that's where he started his career. Went to the Eagles, then went back to the Saints. He was there his last two years. And uh, he's been, he was solid all the way out, too. So this was, I mean, he's 34. I still thought he may have another year or two in him. But, uh, I mean, he hanging him up. He he accomplished like so much, right? You think about just the, just the one Super Bowl is enough. Then he gets the two. And then the fact that he got it on two separate teams, like, you know what I mean? Like, not like you know, when you get to the NBA, when you look at the NBA, you got guys like Fisher, right? He got uh, Derek Fisher got hella rings. Yeah, you know what I mean? He was just part of hella different teams, right? Robert like, Ory. Football is different because when you're when you're when you're someone like Malcolm Jenkins, you're a 
Like when they went with the Eagles, bro, like this guy is a guy who had to like, you know, he had to make plays on Gronk. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is like, this is crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he, he that, that when you're at war and you're looking for the pieces to fill, that was one of those pieces. Like, okay, you know what I mean? We we gotta bring we gotta bring a guy that can crush these tight ends, like whether it's a Travis Kelsey or a or Gronk or whoever the fuck. You know what I mean? And there you go. Ron said Eagles don't win the Super Bowl without him. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. the same maybe the Saints too. I mean, their defense was really nasty back then, and he was one of the cornerstones too, even though he was young. And uh, yeah, he said that uh, he saved the defense after losing Dawkins. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It was all the goddamn. It was all the goddamn. Uh, what you call this, bro? The uh, the goddamn. Uh, uh, what is it called? Onside kicks. Goddamn it. Yep. The goddamn Saints was tricky. So yeah, one time he was a first team Pro Bowler, one time second team Pro Bowler, and or first team All Pro, then one time second team All Pro, and uh, made the Pro Bowl three times. Hey, listen, bro. In a shocking turn of events, these they're gonna pick up the phone call and they're gonna be like, Hello? Yeah, this is Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, is this the Hollywood Rams? <laughs> yes, this is the Hollywood Rams. Yes, um, you know what I mean? It could, it could happen. You never know. No, no, it would. I don't think it would, but that'd be funny. Hey, Junior Seau, he actually retired, gave his Lou Gehrig speech, and then came back and played for the Patriots. I mean, so, I mean listen, bro. We know he, he was wasn't. Like, he wasn't good in the head, though. He was like, "I gotta give me one more, one more yeah. chance." Yeah, one and more chance at it. And they go eighteen and zero, <laughs> and they couldn't get it. Nineteen and one. What was the total? Eight, eighteen and one. Eighteen and one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh man! All right, let's get over to the AFC West and uh, Stu. I know you're going to take a little victory lap uh, for this one, but uh, Randy Gregory, he underwent arthroscopic surgery on his rotator cuff. So he's going to be out during OTAs, but is expected to be ready by the start of the season. And I mean, this was, everyone knew this because this was, that, that was the whole, the whole reasoning behind. Cause remember I, it, it should have been a no brainer for the Cowboys to want to keep Gregory and then right. perhaps move on from Lawrence. Because right. Lawrence wanted the big old money, whatever it was. Remember, we covered this. He's still, he's still getting big money. It yeah, was like no, then, though, but then, then in a shocking turn of events, all of a sudden we're we're, we're covering that that Lawrence got the bag, and that and you know what I'm saying, and that they, they were having trouble with with, with uh, contract talks or negotiations with with Gregory. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then then that to me, this, see, this is where the Bogart move comes in, where Gregory's like, all right, well, I did, they're making sense. They they because they're like they're like, look, you got you got to get a shoulder in, uh, surgery. You gotta take this money here and keep that star on your helmet, America's team. And he was like, he was like, all right. So now here's the Bogart move. He's like, okay, I do need a surgery, but I can I can tell the the Broncos, look, this is what they're offering me, and I, you know, what I mean, you can match yeah. that. Yeah, you can match that. I'm coming through because he got the same exact deal. Then yeah. he goes through and he's like, hey, by the way, guys, I gotta get the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know so, I mean? so there we go. Just playing the game, playing the game. Yeah, so I, I mean, now I kind of respect why they didn't pay him more because they just knew like he could be a liability. You know what I mean? He was just trying right. to secure. He was trying to secure more money, knowing that he's going to go un- undergo surgery. And even though, I mean, anytime we hear arthroscopic surgery, you know, we assume it's something real small and they should be coming back. But, you know, no problem. But we still do not know. He's a little long in the tooth. Yeah. And our, I mean, our, or, orthoscopic or scopes or whatever the fuck. I mean, usually those are like, you know what I'm saying? A couple months. Cleaning up some chip bones and shit like that. Yeah. But, but also at the same time, right? Like, here's, here's where Dallas did the Bogart move. They're like, well, you know. You're a little older, and I don't care if it's just a procedure. It's still a surgery. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Whatever, however you spin it, they weren't going to pay him. And you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, Gregory, he came out on top. He's probably smoking weed right now in Denver. You know what I mean? Legally. And he ain't tripping, dude. Yep. All right. Now, something new that we had, not player-related, but NFL-related and uh, things that they have to do. So now – Every single NFL team is required to add a diverse person, uh, female, or a member of um, in, um, of any kind of minority on staff as an offensive assistant. 
for 2022. And uh, because there's a low representative of women, people of color, and just like the offensive coaching positions, you know, offensive coordinator, uh, QB coach, offensive line, tight end, really just all the offensive side of things. I swear to God, I'm going straight, straight to some fucking Ivy League schools. You know what I mean? Yeah. Going to find me a motherfucker I can groom like how Shanahan had the Yale grad motherfucker. And a, a motherfucking Mike McDaniels and his motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that's what that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to go find because I Ivy League schools is truck full of minorities, bruh. You know what yeah. I mean? These are the motherfuckers that are changing the world. You know what I mean? The, the yeah. white folks is just taking the credit for it after. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, they, they're the ones that got the corporations that like the motherfuckers cure the cancers. Like, listen, you know what I mean? Uh, let let my company, uh, our company will back this and we'll put it in motion. You know what I mean? Yep. So this is good to see. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes from this, but I bet it does turn into some more Mike McDaniels. I mean, okay. You want to know, you want to know why they had to make this mandatory? It's because they were giving, they were saying if you hired people of, of, of color and then say, say they go on to become you know, head coaches, you get compensatory picks. Right. But it, it didn't, it wasn't like no, everybody was rushing out to just have one in pocket. It, they were really just only interviewing motherfuckers because you just, that's all you were, you were mandated to do. Right. Interview one and boom, the Rooney rule. Right. Yep. We interviewed them. We you did our I mean? part. We did what we were supposed to do. And that, that's where Brian Flores was getting hot about. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was like, boom, bring in Brian Flores. Okay. Now bring in Brian Dable. Boom. You got the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You feel me? So it's like, this is cool because now, look at the, my point is though, is that like they were giving away compensatory picks and people still weren't doing it. So now they have to mandate it. You know what I mean? Like, listen, we got to color this thing up. Yeah. All colors of the rainbow, bro. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they gave them a chance to do it. People obviously weren't doing it. This probably is a big, you know, fallout from the Brian Flores shit. And what he was saying, how people are getting interviews knowing that they're not really going to have a shot at getting the job. That shit's not cool. For real, bro. Hey, Brian Flores just got it all the way bad, huh? They were like, listen, we'll pay you to lose. <laughs> I mean, at least and then, the and then after he's Mike the martyr. And see, shout out to Mike Tomlin, because Mike Tomlin was like, listen, bro, come on over here, bro. Yeah. And he looked at the defense like, oh, shit, it's all mine. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's all yours, bud. <laughs> Yeah, that, that shit's awesome because uh, Steelers, they're definitely a defense that can contend. <laughs> and then you know what they did? They were like, did you see them cut Miles Jack? Brian Flores like, I'm already on it. They brought in Miles Jack, man. Real quick. Real I should have drafted that motherfucker in that draft where Stu ended up drafting Miles Jack. But I, yeah. Uh, I, really, I really like Jack. I don't. Well, I don't think I, had Josh Allen. I drafted Josh Allen. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I don't and think he's like, going to be anything more than uh, than a role player, you know, a C-lister over there. Still, though, like just the fact that he, he, motherfuckers get hurt. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some injuries. Yeah. yeah. He could he could like, get into the even right Schubert, Even Schubert was getting in some decent work last year being like a rotational guy. You know what I mean? They let him go. So it's like I feel like yeah. Miles Jack's going to just insert Miles Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah, Showbird had that uh, that fat ass uh, that fat ass contract. I mean, that was really just a contract dump. Yeah, I'm uh, from Jacksonville is what it was, and yeah. uh, I don't even he hasn't even got picked up yet, which is a a real big surprise to me because I mean he's 28 years old, but he's been solid the last couple years. I mean, minus last year because you know getting traded in the the middle of the preseason and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm super curious to see where where Showbert ends up. And uh, let's see, we got a couple more pieces of news uh, before we get out of the AFC West. We got the Chiefs signing Ronald Jones to a one-year deal. Yeah, fuck, fuck that shit. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> you really thought Ceh was gonna come no, back? No, just anything? no, just like you know, just it just sucks because it's like now we have to bank on a Ceh being like a, a guy involved in a receiving game, and we just still haven't even really saw that. So that's really yeah. That's really just being wishful thinking, you know what I mean? And Ronald Jones is like, if he's going to feel like the Darrell, the, the double barrel Daryl role, I mean, it's just, you know, it, it's, you know, it, it could be decent, you know, as a, you know, RB3-ish, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. But but also Ronald Jones is just yucky. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I don't think this hurts CEH too much. I mean, definitely doesn't help him, but I don't really think it hurts him. Um, and then so two more pieces here. So the Eagles, they actually signed uh former Chargers linebacker Kaiser White to a one-year deal. I'm excited to see what he does over there because Alex Singleton, he's always kind of been like an afterthought, like for fantasy, he's been good because injuries like keep happening. But Kaiser White has been so solid the last uh, two years for the Chargers. And we'll get Bogey's thoughts on this in a second, as you can tell. Daddy Daycare is in total effect. And uh, Ron said, I think having the mandate makes the league look so much worse, though. I mean, we already know that uh, all these owners are, like, really bad with all this. So it it just kind of is what it is. Roger Goodell had to do something. Like, it puts a huge spotlight on the fact that no one is. I mean, Flores put a huge spotlight on that. Okay, what what are we talking about with the Chargers and whatnot? We're talking about uh, how the Eagles signed uh, former Chargers linebacker Kaiser White to a one-year deal. What? That's where he went? Yeah. I mean, like, damn. You know what? Because he deserved a bag, though. Yeah. And he wasn't finna get it from the Chargers. No. That one, like, they go over and bring over. They trade for Khalil Mack, and they did the Chicago Bears a solid. I was actually talking to Fornicator about this earlier today, is that the the, the Chargers did Chicago a solid by picking up the rest of that contract. And, you know, they didn't restructure Khalil Mack shit so much. That like these are the this these are the bigger money years, you know what I mean? For sure, yeah. And they're like the Chargers are like, yeah, give us that shit. We're trying yeah. to do our best Rams impersonation. Yeah, you know what I mean? We gotta buy, we, get all the biggest names, yeah. the Hollywood Chargers, <laughs> the Tinsel Tinseltown Chargers. <laughs> and I yeah. save, I save the best one for last though. So Antonio Brown. He's always figuring out a way to kind of keep his name lingering around. He came out and said that he is not going to undergo ankle surgery until a team signs him. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And I laughed hella hard because (laughs) this is the ultimate Bogard move. This is high-level third-degree Bogard shit right here. You ready for this? He is trying to pull the – not even finesse, just straight up the blunt force Bogard. You're like, hey, look, I'm 34, and you know who the fuck I am. You're going to pay me money, and then I'm getting the surgery. I. <laughs> He's like, these are hell of a demands, bro. I mean, you know, he can't really, he can't afford to pay the chef. You know, that's why all the drama came out. I mean, he's got some other people who probably need to get paid. I mean, are you telling me he doesn't have life and insur- he doesn't have health insurance, bro? That's what I'm guessing. Like, you know, maybe the maybe hey, when he got hey, to get a surgery, that's gonna be bad. That's hella raquitos, bro. Hey, maybe that's when hella the, the that's hella banditos, you know what I mean? That's that's bands on bands. When the Bucks cut him, he knew he was screwed. He knew he was gonna come have to come out of pocket with it. He wants an NFL team to pay for that. <laughs> Antonio Brown needs to go to Mexico and 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 get one of the because those doctors are phenomenal and they'll do it for the low. <laughs> and David P said he needs brain surgery. He's definitely got. He's definitely taken uh, a, a couple blows to the head that is uh, messing up his perception of the world. He, right he's now. he's a he's a few he's a few cards short uh, short of a full deck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was trying to think of what all the funniest ones. He's uh, a were. you know he's a. He's a couple of a, a couple of medicine tablets short of a full medicine cabinet. <laughs> here's one. Here's one that I like. He's a sandwich short of a picnic basket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know what I mean? He's 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 an Antonio Brown short of a football team. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, what up, Antonio? Coming through on Twitch. Appreciate you, bro. So, real question is, which stadium will Antonio Brown be taking his clothes off at next year? <clears throat> I mean, maybe the Cheetah Club. Maybe he starts dancing for the girls. Oh, like like in Las Vegas at the yeah. uh, at, at the Godfather's uh, mm-hmm. Cheetah Club. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro. He'll get on that thing. He'll get on that thing wearing football gear, and by the end of it, he's in nothing but a banana hammock, bro, and some J's on. <laughs> I don't know. 
why I just thought of like the <coughs> the Will Smith. It's episode. like Magic Mike, but like <coughs> in Vegas. It's like a, it, it'll be a reality show. He'll listen. He'll blow up again. In my I head, call, I I need to call Antonio Brown. We can really do this. In my head, I instantly cut to the the Fresh Prince episode where Will was the stripper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Will and Carlton, because they lost all their money. No, Vegas. no, 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 no. It's not that one. So this one was yeah when, when they, they get stuck, right? No, no, no. That one wasn't a stripper contest. That was just a dance contest. So this was in like episode two or something like that where they pawned off. Oh, the car. Uh, no, it was something with the bracelet. Uh, they sold like their, oh, yeah. they pawned off their Aunt Viv's bracelet or something, and they they had to get the money back, and uh, shit fell through, and uh, so then Will was going to be an exotic dancer, but for some reason, oh I remember, yeah, there was a dinner, and they were at the dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and so I don't remember like, how take it happened. off, and she was like, put it back on, <laughs> <laughs> and it covers his nipples, mommy. <laughs> That's the one. Hey, Carl, hey it's funny because anytime you can get Carlton to do some dances, it's funny because you never expect him to kill it, like like Michael Jackson and shit. You know what I mean? Like he yes. can hella dance and shit. <laughs> and then Will Will is just doing like all the hood dances and shit. You know what I mean? There you go, Antonio remembered it. <laughs> he said he thought of that Will Smith episode too. And yep, it was the watch or the bracelet. One of the two. One of the two. <coughs> all right. Well, I appreciate all you guys hanging out with us. Uh, this is the only live stream that we're going to be having this week, except for the one that we got tonight. Tell them about it, Bogey. Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to be there. But our man Luigi, and he's a riot, bruh. <laughs> he's definitely a couple, a, a, a couple screws loose. <laughs> of a uh, of a uh, uh, an engine. <laughs> I'm to make one of, how about this? He's he's definitely a, a a a couple a couple tools short of the tool shed. <laughs> there oh, there you go. Uh-oh, he's uh-oh. not the sharpest tool in the shed. There, there you is. go. You were combining them. Yeah. And Ron said, "Uh oh, he's got to get the vodka out for this one." Uh oh. You know yeah. what that means. And every time, every time Bogart says it, I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> and look at this. Here's no, here's another thing. It's 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 the conclusion of our mini series, the bracketologyisms. You know what I'm saying? The real fantasy playmakers. This time we're doing the Sweet 16 uh, NFL offseason winners, bro. You know what I mean? Just whole ass teams. Who who is killing the offseason? And, and this is obviously talking, we're including trades, pickups and free agency, you know, even reworks of contracts, re-signings, whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? And we got the Facebook group. Maybe if you want to drop the link in that thing. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. We need more votes. We need more votes. So yeah. click on the link. It's in our Facebook group, the Fantasy Football Advice Experts, Gurus, and Beginners. It's in the pinned post right at the top. So all you got to do is just go to the page, and it's right at the top. We need more <laughs> votes so we can really separate the top 16 from the bottom 16. But right now, I'll give a little spoiler, because I don't know if there's going to be anybody who uh, – who takes this spot is uh, the Rams. The Rams are the number one seed as of right now, and the Dolphins are the number two seed as of right now. And uh, we'll see if anybody can uh, come mess that up before we start. I'm sure the Broncos. I'm sure the Broncos is up there. You know what I mean, if my Niners get to the top sixteen, they're gonna lose that first round because they do not belong anywhere in this tournament. Not at all. No, and that's what we'll do too when we open the show. We'll, we'll just briefly mow over the, the other half, you know, the group of teams that didn't make it. You know what I mean? And why? Because they suck. <laughs> Niners. Yep. And uh, and Bogart <laughs> hasn't voted yet, so he's going to go vote right now. And uh, let's see. We got Spencer the Guru. He's already in there. And uh, let's see. Ron already got his votes. Antonio, go vote. And, uh, yeah, we need, we need everyone to go vote in here because this is going to be dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eagles, and, yeah, Eagles just, are know, right in there. Eagles are right in there, Ron. I mean, yeah. only read off two teams or whatever. Like. I bet you Ron didn't even vote for the Eagles. I bet you he did. <laughs> yeah, he like don't don't forget about the Eagles, but he's he the first one that gets critical on the Eagles. Like, <laughs> hey, look, how about this? 
Ed Stu said, how about them Cowboys? Well, this is a vote for who is winning the offseason. So I don't think we're going to see the Cowboys on uh, on this episode, bro. They're definitely not winning the offseason as of now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Everybody tune in. It's, a, it's always the late show on a Wednesday for the East Coasters. 9.30 p.m. East Coast time, 6.30 p.m. West Coast time. You know what I'm saying? I got I, I got a couple of errands to run beforehand. You know what I mean? And uh, but yeah, it's gonna go down. I, 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 it's the triumphant return of the playmakers. Yeah, I'm throwing the link in the chat right now, so you guys could click it. Go ahead and set that reminder right now. And uh, if you guys didn't go see the the interview clips that I uploaded, I uploaded um, an Adam Rank interview a couple days ago. James Coe. Uh, we're gonna have the the clip from the Schmitty interview coming back, and we're gonna be getting into some rookie content coming up next week. And then don't forget about the silver screen breakdowns Saturday night. Silver screen breakdowns is going down this Saturday. Hell yeah. So we're out. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Know the stat quo, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow out of east side.